a number of years ago, I met this amazing guy called Klaus Wisterhoetz, and I've been following his journey since then. But it's not just about his journey and the amazing things that he's achieved in his business, but it's also what he helped other entrepreneurial parents to achieve. So he helps entrepreneurial parents discover their ideal life and what their business should look like. And he helps them to control all of this with his signature program called The Me I Want to Be. Now, this is so much fun talking with Klaus in this interview. He shares so many amazing golden nuggets. And it is just amazing, amazing what you can achieve in your life if you basically just be productive in the right way every single day. And we're going to dive into that. Welcome to season nine of Unleash Your Focus podcast, the number one place to be to start, grow or scale your online business. This season, we have stepped it up. I am not just diving in behind the scenes to understand what makes these entrepreneurs successful, but throughout season nine, we will be giving away prizes every single week that you can win books, courses, coaching programs, vouchers, and so much more. You will not just get the knowledge from the experts on the actual episode, but we will send you a transcription on email every single week with a summary and a call to action that you can implement in your business. To qualify for prices, please make sure that you are on the email list so you don't miss out and share this with friends and family that you think needs this in their life. Go to unmutualfocus.com and register today. I can't wait to share these episodes with you. See you on the inside. Hi, class. How are you doing? Hi, Joy. I'm doing fantastic. And thank you very much for having me on. Looking forward to spending however long we're going to be spending um, on this episode yeah. I don't even know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> okay, so let me give you a quick breakdown. So the listeners on this show is people that either have a business and they're stuck or they wanting to start a business, but are not exactly sure what it is. Or sometimes in general, some other people just listen to it because they get inspired by the successful entrepreneurs and people mm-hmm. that I interview on nice. the show. So, you know, so it's just all, it's a, it's a mixed bunch of people, but overall people just enjoy listening to other people's success stories and just, you know, the struggles because it's real. So can you tell people a little bit about you? Where did you grow up and who is class? Sure. Yeah, sounds great. Yeah, I was also referring to you never know, because you've been doing a lot of interviews, as you know, I have done it as well. You just never know where an interview is going to go. Like you prepare yourself, you got all these (laughs) questions ready, you ask the first question, and the whole thing just goes exactly, you know, 300, no, 180 degrees the other way, which I love. So that's why um, I'm really interested to see, you know, where are we going to end up in this conversation? Um, So who's class? I was born in Breda, which is a medium-sized city in the Netherlands, uh, in mm-hmm. the south, close to the Belgian border. Um, and um, my parents are both entrepreneurs, so entrepreneurial parents. Nice. So I, I guess I got the bug real fast from them and, mm-hmm. and started, um, yeah, as soon as I uh, started working, it was all kind mm-hmm. of entrepreneur-based. I did do some nine to fives, but mostly it was all um, around being an entrepreneur, which was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, what else? I moved to Spain 10 years ago, 10 plus years ago, uh, because of love. And then after that, I found my wife, <laughs> um, who I found uh, through Facebook, which is pretty cool. And uh, we've been married now for 10 years. So it's definitely been longer than 10 years that I've been living here. Nice. Um, we got two boys, Diego and Alex. Diego's eight. Alex is five still. Um and um, they have their own YouTube channel. So they're getting, you know, doing their little bit of entrepreneurial journey as well, which is pretty cool to see. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I got, I'm the founder of Become the Me I Want to Be, which transitioned from Become a Fearless Father and moved into that. 
because I like I like working with both parents, not mm. just with dads, also with moms mm. who are uh, focused on making a positive impact in the world as well as in the lives of their families. And um, I help them to gain clarity on what does that mean? How does that look like for you? Not just what does your environment tell you what it should look like, mm. the government, your, 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 what you've been studying, your parents, et cetera. No, we really want to dive deep in what does that mean for you? And um, that's what I work on. And I found out that from that clarity, now you got to take action. And it's that, that action, that productivity that, that's, that most them struggle with. Yeah. Um, and um, then with that as well comes uh, emotions, your emotional state to, to, hey, you know, there's different states, different hats, as I call it, that you have to wear. Um, and it's, it's not easy, right? You, you're, you're having an interview or you're having a, a call, whatever it is, you're coaching somebody. And then, then all of a sudden it's like, you know, your kid comes in or, or they don't. But then after that, you come in your living room and everything is turned upside down. And now you got to switch and have, you know, make sure that you stay emotional. Great. Plus then, of course, maybe you got to come back and, and record something and now you're upset because that didn't go well. Um, it comes with a lot of challenges and a lot of fun. So I've been working with that for a couple of years now and um, enjoying it a lot. How did your transition between your podcast come about? Because I remember when me and you first met, which is probably, I want to say two years ago now, easily, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's a good yeah. couple of years. I remember your podcast because I even recommended it to my husband. We were talking, you know, with to fathers on your podcast and I listened to a few episodes and I, and even being a mother, I thought it was quite inspiring to listen to. So how did, how did that transition come about? How did you actually decide that you're going to serve both parents and not just one? Yeah. Great question. Just for, so, so one of the things that's very important is, is take action. Yes. Right. So um, I'm, I'm, very good at just taking action and just going. And along the way, a lot of people there that really want to know is like, what am I going to do and who am I going to serve and et cetera. And, and I knew that to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. However, then it's just doing. I'm not the person that worries too much about all the details and is it going to work? And no, no, no. Let's just go and then find mm-hmm. out it works. I just, I felt like I was missing something. And then I, I search, I go within myself to look as like, okay, what am I missing? And um, as you mentioned, like, you know, you were listening, even though it was called Become a Phil's Father, you were listening to it. And, and there was yeah. more uh, mothers that were listening to it. And they were telling me like, oh, you know, I really enjoy this. And I limited myself with Become a Phil's Father because I was always saying I, I interviewed at that time. I did. A, I think I did like 100 interviews and I interviewed mm-hmm. two women. That was it. Because I kept limiting myself by saying, no, 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 it's become a fearless father. So I must interview dads that are entrepreneurs or at least men, but mostly just dads. And I was limiting myself and I wanted to step away from that. And that's why Mm -hmm. I I turned it into, okay, become the me I want to be. It's still like most, the biggest or no, the biggest group of my clients, they're still um, dads. Yeah. Um, however, now I, I open it up a little bit where at least the conversations that I'm having and the, the, the interviews that I'm having, they're more open. And, and that was for me good because I wanted, for example, like uh, John Lee Dumas, I wanted to interview him. Uh, he's not yes. a dad. <laughs> um, yes. So I was like, you know, I, I was struggling with myself, which is ridiculous. But still, when I made that change, it's like, OK, now I'm just free and I can interview whoever I want, which for me was very important. Yeah. Um, but also I can just have conversations with whomever I want 
although I'm still very specific in my messaging yeah. towards entrepreneurial parents. Yes. And I like that concept. I actually did a season. Uh, this is now season nine. And I did a season, season seven, that was about controlling the chaos and as an entrepreneurial parent. And it was just like the basic productivity hacks that I would do on a daily basis that I shared with people. And it's quite amazing as an entrepreneurial parent, when you're just used to doing, because I've always been very organized. It's just always the way I've been. And you just kind of take it for granted. You don't realize that other people struggle with it. Because I had people that reached out to me and said to me that, listen, how do you do this? How do you have lockdown and COVID and homeschool and run a business? And I was like, oh, I just do it, you know? Mm-hmm. So how did you find, like, have you always been like a very organized person that you could, you know, get into this thing with people or that you had to learn to be organized? How did that come about? I, I learned that from my very first coach. That was yeah. right before I started become um, become a fearless father. Please. Um, I'm I'm in all honesty, I'm still not that organized. Like I don't want anybody to see my desk because it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, however, um, my the, the most important thing is that you got to have that clear. Like you, you can be organized if yeah. you don't have that clarity on what that organize that being organized leads to. Then there's yeah. not that much of a point. Besides yeah. the fact that you can say like I'm organized. Right. It's the same with productivity. Um, a lot of people, they, they will mention like, you know, I'm busy, like I'm productive. Uh, are you really being productive? And if, again, if you don't have that clarity, if, if you don't know where you want everything to go, then you can do as much as you want. It's just, it just doesn't make much sense. It's like, like, a, like, a, like a, I don't know, a, a hamster, right? Running, yes. running in a wheel. Yes, he's very productive. Great. He's not getting anywhere. After he's tired, he steps out. He's still in the same spot. And that's why I see with a lot of people. So the first thing that was for me very, very important was like, okay, what is it that I truly want? Mm-hmm. Where do I want to go? Where do mm-hmm. I want to end up? And there again, like what I've ran out three years ago is like, I'm not there at all because I've changed direction. Like I, I buy then again, taking action. You start to notice it's like, do I really want that? Like for me, it was like, okay, I want, I want that, you know, seven figure business. That's yeah. what I thought at first. Like I want that seven figure business and, uh, you know, I want to reach as many people as I can. And I still do want to reach as many people as I can. I'm just not that into the whole seven figure business. I don't really care. What mm-hmm. I really want is to have time freedom right now because our kids are only eight and five. And I actually noticed that for me right now, it's really important to spend as much time as I can with them. And during the summer, for example, I spent more time working on their YouTube channel with them or without them than I did on my, on my own business. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. And I had no problem with that because that's how I set everything up. Yeah. And that's, that's clarity. That's knowing like, okay, this is what I want. And this is what mm-hmm. I want for the next five years until they go a little older. Once they're like, you know, around 12 and stuff, they probably don't want to hang out with daddy as much anyway. Cool. (laughs) Now I can look at, okay, so what am I going to do the next five years? Like, am I going to work more or am I not going to work more, but I'm going to do something else. Mm. But again, it all becomes just think of like, okay, what, what is it that I truly, where would I like to be in five years? What's that clarity for me? What does that mean? How does that look like for life, business, together, integrated or not? Um, and, and, and then take the steps, look at like, okay, what does that look like for me for a year? What does that look like for me the next quarter? What does that look like for me for the, for this month, for September? Like, where do I want to be at the end of the month? What do I want to have achieved? And then I look like, and what about the week? And then I even go into like, what about the day? Mm. And that's what I really learned from my coach. And then I got 
templates everywhere where I write, write stuff down. I put a lot in the computer, but for my daily stuff, for example, I like to write it down because it's very important for our brain as well to be yes. writing. Yes. So I write a lot uh, every day and I write it out. It's like, okay, what, what's the goal? What, what are the tasks for today that I, I, I would like to achieve? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how I started working on that. So what happens if you have a day, like you've, you've scheduled everything out beautifully, you know your intention for the day, but what happens if you don't reach those intentions? Do you push them out or do you, like, what do Re-evaluate. you do? Reevaluate. Yeah, nothing, nothing happens. Yeah. So, but I, I, it's a great question um, because that's what happens, right? We, we believe like, you know, we write out the actions that we have to do and mm. we must do them. Um, I, I don't have that like like yes. I've, I've built systems around that i know like okay this needs to be done and then that gets done uh but in business most of the time i don't get done what needs to be done like i, I try to overextend um because you just never know what happens a coaching call might run longer and that's that's my main focus if my coaching calls are going well then great then everything else is 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 comes up next yes. right and then I also, and I always highly recommend everybody when it comes to, when it comes to life, just know what you plan. Like it's important, right? Mm-hmm. No plan that time that you want to spend with your kids and, and from when to when is that going to be, et cetera, et cetera. Um, however, in your business, I would always suggest like plan more, like just plan over. You don't get it. Great. I don't look if you can do it to the next day or the day after that, depending on you, of course, you know, maybe that now tomorrow you have a lot of coaching calls and, and it's going to be difficult or, or strategicals or whatever it is that you focused on um but plan more so you can see is like what's actually the max that i can do and what needs to get done but i couldn't so you really start thinking like okay but how can i make sure that that gets done and then you start looking at like okay who who can do that for me right i had an interview with uh, with blake newbar um last week a couple of days ago oh nice and, i've interviewed uh, which, him before he's awesome love him to be yeah his. exactly exactly yeah. and and he, he made a lot of sense when um uh when he was saying it's like ooh, i lost my my threat for a second um yeah i lost my threat so um the, the the most important thing is when when you look at like what do i need to get done then yes. do that but what he was looking at is like okay how can i get somebody else to do that mm-hmm. right it's not just all about you know what do i do what do i do it mm-hmm. is looking at like okay how can somebody else do that and then build your your business right um and that's really good now i also interviewed matt ganzak who was pretty much saying the same thing he's like you know you're not an entrepreneur unless you've got vas solving problems mm-hmm. you, you're not growing unless you have more people working for you that are solving problems for you so you really got to look at like you know what's the problem here that mm-hmm. i have in my own business and who can i use instead of looking like how can i solve it look at who can i use to solve this for me mm-hmm. now all of a sudden you can write instead of writing four actions and now I remember what I want to say about Blake. So when you have four actions, now you can do eight because you can send out like six of them to somebody else. So sorry, I, I miss I miss with Blake. What he was saying is like, make sure you do your biggest tasks first, mm. right? And that's huge as well because we're so busy. And he was mentioning like everybody's so busy with you know responding to Facebook to people and comments and blah blah and and 
contesting to e or replying to emails and stuff like that. And that actually, it, it's not that important, mm. but the real important stuff, right? Um, that should be done first. So he's like, focus on that first. And he said, you know, first, the three biggest tasks, focus on, the, focus on those. And of course, then he remembers like, wait a minute, I didn't start that way. He said, no, no, no. First, just do one every day. Do one big, big task that you know is going to move the needle. Okay. If you start doing that after, at the end of the month, you're going to be so much further. And that's, that's the big thing. Like you got to know for yourself. And that's what I write down every time is like, what's the number one biggest task? that even if I get nothing else done today, but I just get that task done, I know that I've moved forward and I've been productive. And that's what I'm really focused on. And I think that's that's the big thing. It doesn't matter if you do 10 tasks or, or just one, as long as that one is the task that actually makes your business move forward. Um, so yeah, sorry, I yeah. messed it up for a little bit over there. <laughs> oh no, that's perfectly fine. I'm all tongue-tied myself tonight, so don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, no, 100% agree with you because you know what? That's a mistake that I did in the past. Like I would get to my computer and the first thing I will do is check emails. And then I realized, well, it doesn't actually help much. And now I would check emails from my phone when I'm doing something else that I don't need to focus on actually the green dots, you know, making the money in your business. Because I mean, that's mm -hmm. the needle. That's what you move forward, right? Exactly, exactly. Yep. So now as a parent, which uh, you are obviously a, a dad of a five and an eight-year-old, I'm a mom of a four and a seven-year-old. So our kids are very similar ages, mm -hmm. but you know, there's a lot of struggles that comes with being an entrepreneurial parent. Can you, can you enlighten us, class, with some struggles that you've had and how you overcome them being an entrepreneurial parent in business? Um, the biggest struggle is that um, we, again, we want to make, we want to provide and we, we misinterpret what that actually means. So, and, and, I don't have to blame anybody. I just always like to look at, you know, how has, is government and, and school teaching us of how our lives should look like. And that's, that's the big issue, right? We should go to school for as long as possible and then go into the work space and then work for as long as possible. And for, and then not just like in years wise, but also in like what you do during the day. Right. Yes. I mean, they say it's an eight hour work they, you know, you're working on overtime. Everybody loves that when you do that. And then you travel, of course. So you're, you're at least away 10 hours if you're, you're working. And what my biggest challenge was in the beginning was like, that's what I brought back with me when I started uh, becoming a, a full-time entrepreneur. So I was just working, 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 thinking like, you no, know, that's what I've been taught. I need to provide. I need to make, you know, um, as Steve Larson calls it, I need to bring home the bacon. And um, it's at a certain point, I start realizing like, really? Like, I know I need to make money. Of course, we need to eat and stuff like that. But, you know, how much money do I really need to make that will cost uh, our kids to, you know, not see me as much as, as they would like, right? Because it's what they would like and, and they prefer all day, every day. And if that means, I don't know, one less slice of cheese instead of, you know, two slices, they got one slice of cheese. And I, I'm going to, they're going to say, look, one slice is fine. We get to spend an hour, two hours extra every single day with our dad. Um, let's do that. 
And that's when I started realizing like, wait a minute, you know, that, that was the moment that clicked for me. It's like, wait a minute, I don't need to have a seven figure business. I need to have a business that, that works, that's going well. And, and that indeed gives us the possibility. You got to pay your stuff. Right. Yes. Um, however, I started to notice like, wait a minute, I can do that with two hours of work a day. And the rest of the time I can spend on me making sure that I'm fit both mind and body and that uh you know the rest of the time is with them like i get to drop them off at school i get to pick them up and then we go to football practice i actually just got i think i start the day as as an extra an extra trainer over there so now i'm doing that so i'm nice. I'm, I'm love that not i'm not the dad that loves to sit around last night or yesterday evening we went to the playground uh, went with the oldest one uh we, we played for like hour and a half Nice. football and i was playing as well so i like to do that and then i don't sit around as well like that that's also like you know you then you go out and then you're like oh great now my kids gets to play and i have my phone with me and i can answer those messages on facebook right and that and i understand that if that's what you need to do and then if, especially in the beginning that's what you need to do however you gotta know again what's that clarity where mm -hmm. am i trying to take this like i got two phones right mm -hmm. now one can only call i can only make phone calls that's it i can't do anything else and the other one has all the apps on it and it doesn't leave my office. Like it doesn't even go, like it's in the house. It doesn't leave my office. So I, if I want to check something on WhatsApp or Voxer or whatever it is, the way that I you know, connect with my clients, um, I can only check that if I go into my office. Because that was another struggle is like, you know, that thing is with you and you're really driven and you, you know, you don't want to miss any calls or, or anything. If I miss anything now, you know, I call you back. Right. There's always tomorrow. Um, and that's difficult. That takes a mindset that you, mm -hmm. and again, it comes with that clarity and there's nothing wrong with that. Like there's entrepreneurial parents that all they do is work and that's what they focused on. And you know, if it works for you, great. I just haven't seen it really work. Like mm -hmm. their business goes great. Um, except then, you know, the, the connection with the kids and, and their, their marriage, mm -hmm. not so much. So um, I, I really try to create that balance where everything, uh, every single area for me works and um, it's definitely working. That's really awesome. And I, you know what, I completely relate with this and because uh, I struggled myself with this and I literally burned out. I remember my husband was traveling. This is like my first year of my journey, probably like three and a half years ago. And mm -hmm. my husband was traveling and I was with the kids. And at that stage, I was doing 60, 70 hour work weeks. And I was just exhausted and I literally yep. burned out and I could not get out of bed. I couldn't get up and he was not home. And I was like, I couldn't even take my boy to school. I was so completely exhausted. And mm -hmm. um, I was like, what am I doing? I, I started this for them. Now I'm working against them. And it was just, a, it's that realization, exactly what you're saying, you know, like get that clarity of why you're actually doing what you're doing and what's your purpose behind it. Right. Tell me yep. a little bit about your program class. How does that work? And, how exactly do you help people with your program? Yeah. So um, there, there's two programs at the moment, mm -hmm. uh, pretty soon three. Um, so there's a, the, my one-on-one -on -one coaching program, which has become the me I want to be. Um, that's, well, I see it as simple. It's just, it's one-on-one it's -on -one coaching where I help my clients to move forward, every, to like move the needle every mm -hmm. single week. Um, and we really focus on making sure that they plan out everything. Yeah. Like I know exactly, like they got the clarity of where, you know, where, where, what does my ultimate vision look like all into like, okay, and what do I got to do today to make, make that happen? 
Um, that's that's that part. The, the cool part where I'm extra excited about at the moment is um, I'm working on um, a project called 100 Masses of Productivity, which is my fundraising project. And um, we what we're doing is we, we're sending 50% of all the, the money that comes in straight to We Rescue Kids, which is an organization or nonprofit organization that helps sexually abused children to overcome their traumas. Yeah. And um, I wanted to do something where, you know, I, I give you value. So people that buy it, not as spend money that goes straight into a great cause, but at the same time, I'm giving you value. Like you could really get something in return. Mm -hmm. So what I'm doing there is I'm, I'm interviewing a hundred. So far I've done 51. Uh, massive productivity and they share their productivity hacks of what they've learned or what they've used that really helped them to achieve success so yes. some of the people that i've interviewed uh john lee dumas um serena brown travis who is uh, les brown's uh, daughter um sandra d robbins who is a who used to be an actor very, very well known. I think she played in CSI Miami for, for a while and, and other movies and stuff like that. Now she has an incredible nice. company. Um, so she hopped on. Uh, Jim Edwards has been on. Dave Woodward. Uh, many, many amazing, amazing guests so far. And it's only going to get better um, because the other 50% is going to be reinvested in the program to, to get more, um, you know, Russell Brunson, for example, is, on, is going to be on my list. I'm making a new list, a smaller list of really focused, like these are the people that I want. Uh, Richard Branson, for example, is like my top, top one on the list that I, that I want to have on as well. So I'm really focused on making sure like value is there. And, and you know, that way the idea is to make a 1 million by the end of 2022 and a meaning 1 million that goes to We Rescue Kids. So nice. I think that's very important. And, and at a certain point, you come to that conclusion and you come to that moment where it's like, yes, I can focus like mm -hmm. a lot of my resources, I have a money or time mm -hmm. on such a project. I think that's, I'm, I'm already thinking about the second project, to be honest. So it's, uh, I haven't even finished this one, but I'm already, I got already the second project in my head because um, it's so much fun. Plus, yeah. as you mentioned before, uh, the interviews are just so cool, cool to do awesome. because yeah. yeah, you get to, what people don't know, right? This is not just the time that we spend together. <laughs> this is the time that you get to listen to us. However, there's a little bit of time before with most, I got to say with yeah. most, there's a little yeah. bit of time before and there's a little bit of time after. Yeah. And that's that's the cool part. That's that's yes. where, you know, you get to hang out with them and, you know, build on that relationship and yeah. maybe ask an extra question like, you know, hey, listen, you know, productivity aside, you know, how did you do this, this, and this? And, and that's, yeah, it's, it's very exciting. Yeah. And again, not everybody's like that. Um, some yeah. like, like John, Johnny Zumas, he just does, he has one day, I think, and he just interview after interview after interview, you get 15 minutes. He comes on, he says, your time goes in now. Yeah. And that's cool. I, I appreciate that. I'm still appreciative of his time. Um, however, you know, I'm also like, man, I would love like five more minutes with you. <laughs> So um, I actually cut last time I cut the interview a little short and I, I got like two minutes extra with him. So it was funny. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, that's what I'm working on at the moment. That's how I help people. Um, and, and I love being able to help people by using the relationships that I have built mm -hmm. and, and, and gathering other people. Like, it's great. Yes. You know, I, I'm convinced that what I have to share is very, very powerful and helpful, et cetera. There's so many other more great minds out there. I mean, I love to like a hundred people are going to be in there at a certain point, like 
boom, here you go. Yeah. It's great because that's the way I work. It's like, you know, you hear something from one coach. I also like to hear like, okay, well, what does, what does YouTube then say? Or what does that person say? Or what does that person yeah. say? Or now, okay, I'm doing this. Like I always do this, this, and this, mm-hmm. and I do it this way. And then I just love to hear like, how does somebody else do that? I think that's very important to keep an open mind in, in those kind of things. And that's what I teach my, my clients as well. It's like, I give you my opinion. However, you know, think about what I'm telling you. Like, I really need you to think like, is this working? Like, you know, and that that's very important instead of just, you know, blindly um, follow somebody and exactly do what they do because yes, they, they're successful, but they have a different journey than you have. Exactly. We have to realize that. Right. Plus exactly. your end vision is also different. It mm. should be yes. right. We can't all like Russell Brunson. I, I love what the guys do and he's absolutely phenomenal. And he has his great causes that he works for as well. However, one, his cause is not my cause Two, you know, his life is not my life. And also the direction that, you know, what, what he's selling, et cetera, everything is different. So always keep into account, like, what is it that I want? And yes. I keep asking yourself that. Yeah. I love Long that. answer. I love, I love, I love speaking to these people and exactly that, because I always, I tend to ask some of the questions the same because of exactly that, you know, see how people do it. Yeah. Brief yeah, to another one. Hashtag goals. Class, how do you yep. set your goals? How do I set my goals? And again, it comes from that clarity of what, what do I want my vision to be like, right? Mm-hmm. And I always start with life first. I start with life first and I built my business around that. So, um, and then I set my goals for, for the year and I do that mm-hmm. in four and four. Again, first analyzing how yes. it was last year and then looking at like, what's, what's the next year going to be like? And then I look at like, okay, what, what are the big four goals that I want to achieve at the end of mm-hmm. the year for my life? And I also always look at like, um, what goal, if I would achieve that, will elevate everything else. Because yeah. there's so many goals that we can set. That's a big issue. Like people just, when they start setting goals, it's like, when you get Too a many. list. Too many. And everybody's looking at that list like and then they stop <laughs> because it's like the list is so huge i just put four things and then everything comes from that but mm-hmm. i look at like okay one of the big goals that i've been setting and i've been doing it for a while now is, is my health like i keep working on my health i keep looking at like okay how can i improve my energy level how can i improve my strength mm-hmm. i got two boys and they're getting older and they're getting more crazy and they still want to jump on me and and all that stuff so you know i gotta get stronger if because they're getting heavier <laughs> and stronger um so i keep looking at that i keep looking at okay how can i improve my food for example uh right now for a week yeah for a week now um i'm working on not eating until it's 12 o'clock so i eat between 12 and 5 and the rest yeah. i don't eat intermittent fasting yeah for me it's it's yeah it's it's, it's right now I'm, I'm enjoying it i drink a lot more which is good and i'm sharper um, so that's, that's nice as well. And, um, so I, I, I look at those things and then I go and like, okay, with those life goals that I have, what are now my business goals? Like, what yes. do I really want to achieve? Yeah. Um, so for this year, for example, one of the big goals, actually the biggest, biggest goal is to have my business set up in such a way that I will not work while I'm with the kids, which again, you that's set a goal. Cool. 
Yeah. Oh no, I, I love it. The kids love it. Well, however, it also immediately brings, and and that's that was my challenge this year. I didn't really think it through because mm-hmm. then the summer vacation came and they are home for 10 weeks. And I was like, yeah, oh, I still got to work, still got to coach these clients. So I, I'm still looking at like, okay, how can I do that? And I actually want to go to a, a moment that I say like, okay, all the vacations, I do not coach. I'm just not going to coach. I'm just going to move it or whatever it is and, and set it up in such a way that people know is like, I don't coach there. Don't there, there. You always have access to me by Voxer, but that's it. No calls, no nothing. Um, however, you only know that again, it's all that clarity, right? We, we build a clarity from, we build a vision from, from a limited perspective that we have at that, at that moment in time, right? Not doing it is the worst. Doing it then is great, but don't be afraid to then change it because you're going to learn so much along the way while you take action. And that's what happened again this year, right? Mm-hmm. And um, once I've done that, so the other big goal, of course, for the business is to make sure that that um, nonprofit, that fundraising project, the 100 Massive Productivity is, is launched and, and just, you know, everything is interviewed, although I already know that I'm not going to make it um, because I opt again, right? You have that vision, you have that goal, but then I opted myself already by saying like, no, I want like a Richard Branson. I want a Russell Brunson. That is going to take a lot more time than, um, than I thought at first, because, you know, it takes, it takes a while to get a person like that on. I already got some no's. Mm-hmm. I got to keep going. So I got to find new ways. It's like, okay, how can I turn this no into a yes? Um, so that's how I do it. And then I look at like, okay, what, what do I want to have done in the next three months? What do I want to have done in the next month? But always, every single time from the four, four. So four goals for life, four goals for business. And I look at like, okay, what do I want to achieve for the year? So what do I need to have achieved then by the end of the queue or by the end of the month, end of the week, uh, and by the end of the day? And always be flexible as well. Like, mm-hmm. like I got in my mind is like, look, everything changes. Everything changes all the time. Like literally everything, like we change, mm-hmm. like everything within us, you name it, everything changes. Once you realize that and you're okay with that, then it becomes a lot easier. Cause then you see, like, like I mentioned, like goals have changed. I actually had a goal for life, which was um, we wanted drastically to reduce our plastic garbage um, and I think within a month, we already achieved the whole goal. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so then you change, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's not like, okay, now we reach it and that's it. No, then we change. Okay, so how can we make this, you know, yeah. how can we maintain this and then get a different goal that will work better? Mm-hmm. And that's how you continuously work. And don't be afraid of that. Like, okay, like oh, I can do that, right? Oh, this goal is actually too big. Um, how can I change it? Don't be mm-hmm. afraid, too afraid either to set like a big, big goal. It's okay. Right. Again, that's, that's how you really learn. That's how you really like, okay, why did I not achieve it? And what, what can I learn from this? And, and, you know, mm-hmm. where was I most of the times it's, it's, it, you know, there, there's fear coming up. Like, Ooh, no, you know, I was really afraid of, of this or that, you know, I, I knew I had to do this, but it wasn't working. The only way you can do that is by setting the goal and just go for it. Like, yeah. Just push yourself. You that's it. Push yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you, have you heard of the conqueror? It's no. like a, it's a virtual challenge. You might actually enjoy this class. I joined this, I want to say probably three months ago, a friend of mine told me, you actually get, wait, I can show you behind me. You actually get like this physical medal when you do running okay. and stuff. It's pretty cool. It's quite a solid medal. Now nice. this is 412 kilometers. I ran walk this. 
and I'm not a runner. And when you talk about, you know, setting those goals and setting those personal goals, if you told me like six months ago, you're going to do this, I'm going to say, hell no, you're crazy. I'm not a runner. It's not something I can do, but I did it. And I've already signed up for my second one. Um, but if, if you have that, that clear vision and say, okay, this is how you're going to do it. And you set up your action steps. Like for that, for example, you know that you have to run a certain kilometer a day to achieve that, right? At the end of, you know, if you want to do it in 60 days or whatever. How do you set your action steps to achieve it every day? Do you do it like digitally? Do you do it physically? Like like on your, you know, like a piece of paper? How do you set your action steps daily? So the daily is, is for me always on a piece of paper. Always, yeah. right? So I got them right on my desk, right? Yeah. I got my, my whole thing here. Uh, it's my action plan for life, my action plan for business. Um, every, every night yes. I sit yes. down and that's mm -hmm. when I, 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 I first um, analyze the day. Yes. And again, first life, then business. Mm -hmm. And then um, I, I, I go into, okay, so what, what needs to be done tomorrow? Mm. And that's the moment then I can look like, okay, what, what, what did I not do? And I know I'm, I must get done. Yeah. All right, let's let's make sure that that gets on there and that it moves priorities. Yeah, if it's if it's really important, um, and um, that that's that's how I plan it. And I, as yeah. I said, I write it. So this yeah. is also my uh, uh, my journal. It has, it has questions in here and stuff like that, where I look mm -hmm. at um, you know what am I grateful for? What was I grateful for today? Um, you know, who must I forgive? Um, how I'm going to show up or, or, or you know, how I'm going to serve today. Uh, all those kinds of things I put in there as well. And, you know, I make sure that I answer them uh, in the morning. So I'm already hyped up and I also answer them at night um, so that I can unwind completely before, uh, before I go to sleep. I like that. It's really cool to do that. I do the same. It's really cool. Mm -hmm. Okay. So second last question. If somebody's sitting on the fence, and they're not exactly sure if they should carry on doing a business or thinking about doing a business, or they're just stuck in their current business and they're like, crack, I got into this business, but I really don't like it, or they're just stuck financially. What type of advice would you have for somebody that is either sitting on the fence or they're stuck? Um, all right, let's see. There's different things. Mm -hmm. stuck or sitting on well if you just don't know how to move forward right yes all right there's 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 so many different directions that we can take this simple one if it's a simple decision to i'm going to i love this one one of my coaches did this one with me um i, I was i was stuck and i was like dude I don't, it was for me it was something silly so i was stuck and i'm like dude i don't know what to choose I don't know if you're going to go with this or with this. Uh, I think actually that was with, uh, with, with um, you know, am I going to continue with only entrepreneur for our entrepreneurial dads or am I actually going to make that shift Transition. and go with entrepreneurial parents? He said, all right. So that's, you know, simple AB in general, right? As, as somebody, for you, it's like the most difficult decision ever. But for somebody looking for us, like that's a simple decision, to be honest, <laughs> right? So he, he just made me grab a coin. And um, A was dads and, and well, heads was dads and tails was, uh, uh, was, was parents. And uh, he just made me flip it, grab it, put it down and not look, 
but ask me is like, what, what's, what's your gut telling you right now? Like, what do you feel like? That's what I want. And I was like, parents, parents, so put the coin away. Don't look like you made your decision. Right. So we have to understand that once we have to make decisions, we already have that decision within us. We have an unlimited potential and um, decision-making power. The only thing is that it's been, we've been filled with so much fear and, and we're so afraid of making the wrong decision. However, make the decision and go and then find out, right? Because you made the decision before. It's like, okay, this is the business that I want. You made the decision and then somewhere along the way, something happened, which is going to happen anyway, right? Bad stuff is going to happen. I mean, challenges, not bad stuff, but challenges are going to happen. And you need to know how to deal with that. And you need to make sure that if this is really what you want to, to keep reanimating, to keep motivating yourself all the time, because um, at some point you just go a little dip. I have that once in a while as well. I know, however, how fast I can get out of it because mm -hmm. I know what I do. And, and, I'm, and if you don't, then again, grab a coin. Um, like what that. else? Uh, yeah, I love that one. I use it now very often. I actually use it with my own client. And I just sit there and go, well, what do you want it to be? Good. And then I put it away and they're like, what was it? I say, it's not important because <laughs> it's not. I looked anyway. It was funny because I, I, I am one of those that I want to look and it, it was both the same. So it was, and it was, I think, Tails. Let's say Tails was parents. So it was Tails. And, you know, I already said it. It's like, see, the universe also provides. Ooh. Um, but it's within us. And that's the most important thing. When I look for names, for example, like what am I going to call my business? And, and then you start thinking logically and you're writing all those names out and you're writing all those names out and you're like, man, I got so many names. Like, how do I pick? And then I was meditating or a breathing exercise one day and I was just calmly breathing and just asking the question over and over again. And then it was become a fearless father. That just came. And then it's like, cool. That's actually awesome. I hadn't, I hadn't written that down. <laughs> So then I had a name. So it's it's all about believe knowing that you know what comes out of you is is so important and so powerful, and um, that's where you got to keep keep getting at. It. It's like okay, if you, if you're on the fence, like you know, should I continue or not? Like, just take the time to relax, step away, uh, go on a holiday, for example. Just leave everything alone, and then during the holiday, just have walks wherever it is alone, and just talk to yourself. Like, I love this as well. It was one guy that uh, mentioned that as well. He said, I go for walks early in the morning. I put in my headset and then I just start to, I, I just a headset. Like he wasn't even connected. He just had the headset. And he said, the reason why I do that is because people look weird at me if I don't. <laughs> so if I have my headset and people think like I'm actually having a conversation with somebody, I, I'm not. He said, I'm just having a conversation with myself. So he's just walking and asking himself all the time, all kinds of questions. And like just, actually, mm -hmm. and then quiet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the problem is that we, we, we often start rationalizing and then rationalizing and giving an answer. However, again, it's within us. So mm -hmm. if we're quiet and let our brain just work through it at a certain point, you're going to get an answer. You're like, but that's it. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and, and that's, that's how I make different ways of making decisions myself when I'm on the fence or when I have doubts or when, when you're just lost, right? When you're just like, I, I, I don't know. Or, right, and then option number three, have a coach. Have a coach like everybody. If you're serious about your life and your business, you should have at least 
at least one coach. Mm. And uh, that that's very important. Like one that that clicks with you, that understands you, that that you know, and and that you can connect with. Because sometimes you just like I'm lost, and just you know, I can connect with Voxer with my coach. Quickly write him like, dude, I just had this idea. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Right. And then you get that extra more. Or like, you know, ooh, I got three ideas. One, two, three. What should I pick? Or, or I'm stuck. Like yeah. sometimes I get stuck. Like, I don't know what to do next. Um, and then, you know, you, you need to have that coach that, that's, that's been there already. I can tell you like, dude, yeah. this, right? It could be a coach, could be a mentor, could be a mastermind where you're just with, with two other people and you connect every week, but you can also connect during the, during, during the week quickly with a question. Yeah. It's, it's really important to have like-minded people around you that you can spar with, with, with thoughts and ideas, um, again. And then you come back again to, you know, just sitting and relaxing and asking yourself, the universe, whatever you want to call it in the moments that you're quiet of what answer because in the end it's got to come from you yeah i've had coaches that told me like you got to do this i'm like okay and then i was sitting down i was calm in a moment and everything within me was saying like no i don't like like, it doesn't feel like me it doesn't feel comfortable and then you share that again and then you come out to a conclusion like no no we actually got to do this and then you know that's okay too as long as you keep moving that's the most important thing definitely now you have interviewed um, a lot of people class and I am just like it's it's just amazing you know to speak to somebody that has done the same thing right what has been the top three things that you've learned from all the people that you've interviewed I know I'm putting you on the spot because you've done a lot of interviews but just the, the first three things that comes to mind of all the interviews that you've done that was your most favorite things that I've either said to inspired you yeah uh Jim Edwards yes he said something and it just clicked. I was like, just on the spot, boom. Um, he mentioned that, you know, we should time block, right? I mean, most people, when you, when, when you understand, some are like, time blocking, no, but just, trust me, time blocking is like a gift. And um, however, what I was struggling with with time blocking is like, I wasn't actually sticking to my time blocks. And, and still you can time block and say like, okay, this hour I'm going to spend on reaching out to people, for example. Right. And that's scary. And it's, it's like, eh, whatever. Um, so you actually come up with different excuses within your business that are important, more important than doing that, which is, you know, that's how you make money because, you know, that's how you get clients. Procrastinate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then he said, and I, I, I changed a little bit, but what he said was, you know, I see every single time block that I've set for myself as an appointment. So I, it's, it's like an appointment with myself of making sure. And then because it's an appointment, it's already different. You're giving again more charge. And that's nice. But then you make an appointment with yourself. If you're not strong enough to keep appointment with yourself, which most of us are not, uh, that's a nice but still hard. And still the same thing was happening. And then I start saying, you know what? No, I'm going to pretend I've set an appointment with the most important person that I want to have an appointment with for, for me is still Richard Branson. I would like every single hour that I know, like this is an absolute, absolute must. It's my appointment with Richard Branson. And I want to have Richard Branson on. So if I don't show up, if I don't do this, 
then I'm showing him that I am not, you know, worthy or deserving of having him on as a guest. So I'm really, I'm playing with my mind to really set up. And so that was, a, that was really huge. Another huge thing that came from, um, from John Lee Dumas. And he was saying, it's like, you know, you got to figure, see, time blocking is great, but you got to figure out what is your actual ideal time block for when you do um, like, like what he called, I think he called it the power stuff or, you know, he's been writing his book and um, books out, by the way, which is such a phenomenal book. Um, so he, he was writing this book and he was saying like, I was, there's moments where you just sit down and you work on that book. And he said, like, for me, it was like, I think he said 45 minutes, 45 minutes was perfect. So he worked for 45 minutes and stopped and did something else. And then for like five, 10 minutes, he went for a walk or a swim in the pool that they have or whatever it is. Right. And then he would come back and do another 45 minutes. So he mentioned, like, really find out what's that sweet spot, because as entrepreneurs, we're sitting and then we, we, we just keep going and our productivity just goes after that, that sweet spot, our productivity, even though we think we're still productive, our productivity just crashes. And um, that was a huge one. And then the third one. Ah, oh, now, now it's like, you know, there's so many. There's like, <laughs> which one shall I pick? That will also really help somebody else. Um, let's see. Dun, 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 dun. Got like five in my head right now that I can share on top. Okay, let's 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 pick this one. So I didn't interview Russell Brunson yet. Okay. However, what he said made a very big impact because what he said was at a certain point, I think it was during the one funnel away challenge. Mm -hmm. He said, as entrepreneurs, we must stop looking for how can I do this mm -hmm. and start really looking for who can do this for me. And that ties in nicely with, with Matt Gansak, who I uh, interviewed last a couple of weeks ago, I think, where he said, it's like, you know, as entrepreneurs, you're not a real entrepreneur unless you're, you know, if you got those VAs, it doesn't even matter. Like, you know, you send things to like Upwork or Pfeiffer, I think most people use, um, you know, those kind of things. Just, you got to set that out. You got to really know is like, you know, what am I strong at? What needs to be done? What takes a lot of my time? And I'm not, usually it's what takes a lot of time. You're also not strong at, right? Because you're, you're procrastinating and then, you know, it just takes you more than ever. Right? I'm not a designer. So design stuff that takes me forever. Uh, so why would I do that? Right? So why don't I just spend that money and have somebody else do it? And they deliver way better work than what I could ever do. Plus way faster. And, you know, everybody's happy. So um, that, that's when I really started looking at like, who can do this for me? Who can, who can make sure that, you know, that they find the right people for me to connect with? Yeah. Because another thing like, like, yes, it's necessary. It's just, for me, it's just a waste. It's a waste of time that I can spend on different things. Um, so I got somebody else looking for like the profiles and stuff, the people that I can connect with. Um, that saves me so much time. And now I can like really work um, Focus on, on, on things that really move mm. the needle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. Klaus, where can people reach you? Where can people reach me? Um, I'm predominantly on Facebook. 
and then you can just reach me on my name, Klaas van Oosterhout. I think there's only one. Um, so that shouldn't be that hard. And um, yeah, that's, that's the easiest. And um, the 100 masters of productivity.com is the fundraising project. And um, I'm, I'm working on my own site as well, classvanoosterhout.com. I, I got reserved. Anybody that's listening to this and has a show as well, just as amazing as yours, Joy, uh, can reach me on cla- uh, interviewclass.com, uh, which is the easiest way to just book in a time uh, with me. Um, as you mentioned, like, you know, I love interviewing. Yes, I love interviewing. I also love to come on other people's shows. It's a lot of fun. It, it's just, you know, it's a different dynamic than yeah. I. I'm more relaxed. <laughs> so, um, and it's, it's a lot of fun. And again, it's all about building connections and, and, and getting to know people yeah. and having fun conversations and, and being able to share value as much as possible. Um, so I would say those are the best places at the moment to, uh, to connect with me. Awesome. Thank you so much, Klaus. And just, I want to mention one last thing. When I interviewed Blake probably about two years ago now, a year and a half ago, one thing I learned from him, and that was to build relationships. And that's one of the biggest reasons why I do interviews is to just purely build relationships with people on top of obviously sharing value with the audience. So just a last little takeaway there. But no, thank you. It's, it's, it's a great one. Yeah, it was yes. one of the five that I had in my head. So, <laughs> so for me, Christopher Voss, Yes. He's like, um, he's, he's the king of relationships. So he has a method called the ROR method, which stands for return on relationship. Nice. Um, he's been named by Russell Brunson as the best gift giver of the whole ClickFunnels community. Um, dude's phenomenal. Like he's building relationship with, with people like, like Russell, like, like I think right now he's working on Tony Robbins and, and Alex Sharfin, for example. Most people also know probably. Yeah. He's got a relationship with those people and he's, a, he's my inspiration in regards to like not just building a relationship but then also, you know, continuing that relationship. Yeah. Um, just giving, giving and, and really looking at like, okay, what is it that people, how can I make people extra happy how can i deliver them extra value because that's what it's about right exactly. um without wanting and something in the, return as well exactly just, without wanting something yeah. in return exactly. which then again i'm i'm kind of like you know also like look it's okay to want something in return right it's it's okay like like there's 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 also in a relationship there's a give and take mm. however it's not like predominantly like i'm going to build a relationship with you so i can get you on my on my show right and then we're done and that's what most people do yeah. and it's very important that after that make sure that you continue that relationship like send them a little extra gift like hey i really appreciate mm. that or when you think of them like send them an extra note or you know i i'm i was making i'm not doing it at the moment i was making handwritten notes for the, the guests that i had on my show and i would send that to them that's right? awesome that's a really Who cool right nobody yeah. nobody so no, that's so really I had a, cool i had a actually i have them here i i made this is i designed this myself it took me forever but you know um just had this made and then i, I just you know and turned it into a postcard yes. and just writ, written on the on the back then i noticed that postcards actually hardly arrive so i started putting it in an envelope now i had more no more room to write so I was writing more stuff, right? And I made it really personal. And, and again, who writes personal notes? Like hardly anybody does that. And because you do, you stand out and you really build that relationship because people are like, wow, look at him, right? It's, yeah. it's all about going the extra mile. Mm-hmm. So all the guests, for example, for 100 Master Productivity, I, I, I didn't just put the, in, uh, the, the interview there. 
no, no, no. I also put a nice picture of them and their bio. And then I put like, how can people connect with them? So their website and then also the social mm -hmm. medias. And then when that was all done and set up, I made a video. So I make a video of that showing them like a loom, right? I show them like, hey, listen, you know, this is what I did. This is where people can find you. Look, everything works, da, da, da. Really appreciative again. Another touch point of, of connection. Yeah. And then the response that you get back is like, wow, you really go above and beyond. Mm. And that's the kind of things that you want. Like you, you want them to really feel like, look, I spent 15 minutes of my time to come on your show. Mm. That's around the time that I interview my people at the moment. And, and but you spent hours on me to make sure that I shine even more than I could possibly can. Mm. People feel happy. What is going to happen? Well, somebody's going to say like, hey, listen, have you been on so-and-so show, Right. Like next time when I talk to somebody, I'll be like, hey, listen, um, you know, I know you're looking for shows, right? I know, for example, Serena, um, Serena Brown is looking for shows. Like she loves to come on shows. I'd be like, hey, Serena, I know you're looking for shows. Joy is phenomenal. Like, you mind if I connect you with her and then you can chat with her and see if you can book a time to come on her show, right? So now I can connect people. I come out as a rock star because you're like, wow, you know, you're connecting with Serena. Serena's going to be like, wow, you know, Joy was fantastic. I love being on her show. I, it's a win-win for everybody. And that's what a relationship should be about. It should be about a win-win-win for everybody. Exactly. Win-win. So. Definitely. I love it. It's an, it's an amazing way to grow a business, actually. It really is. Yeah. It's absolutely is. Yeah. It really is. 100%. And it's a free way to do it, guys. So there you go. <laughs> yep time and effort which is in a good way class this was fantastic thank you i really appreciate your time i think this is one of the longest interviews i've done in a long time which is actually awesome because it's it's just really nice you shared a lot of really awesome golden nuggets so i really appreciate your time thank you glad to hear that well thank you for having me on i really had a good time thank you <laughs>